Hi everyone, Natsu Myers here, back with another video. And in this video, I'm going to explain, you know, some of the uh, the things that people don't want to talk about when it comes to taking risks when raising capital. Yeah, so when people raise capital in the quote-unquote cowboy way, when they just sell a deal to people and, and post deals on Facebook and things like that, you know, because we had we had several people that we were corresponding with that got into doing some of that. And, you know, there are three big risks that people run when they work on raising capital and sending out, raising equity, like substantial amounts, without them actually making sure that they're legally prepared or that they're prepared from a you know, a pragmatic point of view. So let me explain. So number one, you know, if that person that funds your deal, so if you post in one of these forums, Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups, and you know, you, you just post the deal and then somebody just, you know, calls you and invests in it or whatever. And you know, it's more, it's, it's, it's you know, you don't have a proper way to intake that investor. Um, typically what can happen is that when, you're, or I guess not when, but if something happens to that investment, and the person wasn't made aware of all the aware of all the risks. And we had one correspondent, for example, they were working on you know a few transactions, and the the dividend distributions weren't coming. Like the dividends that the investor would get, they they stopped coming. And this was for another some transaction. So the dividend distribution that the person who invested uh, was supposed to get it stopped coming earlier than when they thought it would stop coming. And so what happened is. You know, there was a lot of concern. The person didn't commit, a, didn't start a lawsuit, but the person had the ability to. And uh, typically, the way that the Securities and Exchange Commission work and the Ontario Securities Administrators, which include, or sorry, the, um, yeah, rather the Canadian Security Administrators, which include the Ontario Securities Commission and so on, and the Financial Conduct Authority out in the UK, and you know, all these different securities commissions all around the world. The way that they work, and generally they operate off of, unless you're doing like a hundred million plus deal, they really operate more out of, you know, response to whistleblowing and complaints. And then they, they because when investors want to issue quote unquote a refund, the way that they do it is really, uh, the way that they issue quote unquote a refund is really by committing a lot and starting a lawsuit. Because it makes sense for somebody's investments of X million dollars to, you know, to do a lawsuit for like 200 to 20,000 or 20,000, because the lawsuit is basically their version of doing a refund. And if the person finds that the expectations weren't probably set for that investor during the transaction process, then they can come back, you know, and then you can leverage one of the securities commissions if you didn't, you know, do everything properly uh, and, and come after you. And so sometimes, sometimes this can take years, you know, you look at different, you know, people that it took years and, uh, but they still got bits in the rare. And what happened is, you know, when you go on Google, you see, people see your lawsuits, you, they use Pacer, they use all these different tools to see, you know, the lawsuits and so on attached to your name. When people want to do business with you, the first thing they see on Google search results is a lawsuit. It's not really good. So prevention is better than a cure. So that's number one, making sure that, you know, you don't, you have an understanding of what's going on before you work on a large transaction generally speaking, especially when it comes to equity. Now, number two is understanding in terms of the crypto hype, there's a lot of hype with metaverse, NFTs and everything. But in the terms of that hype, you know, there's one danger to watch out for. I guess number one is making sure that you understand the difference between a utility token 
and a security token. In other words, a utility token or a tokenized offering. It could be security token or tokenized offering. Because pretty much a utility token is a an unregulated capital raising event. And in 2017, what happened is the found like the founders at Ethereum, they created something called ERC20, which means Ethereum request for protocol, uh, sorry, Ethereum request for comment number 20. So it's just a piece of code that allowed people to create their own tokens underneath Ethereum. And because of that, people were able to raise a lot of money by listing those tokens on exchanges. And because these tokens weren't attached to a company and people were making promises that the tokens would increase in value, what happened is it was the same thing as a quote unquote, what the Securities and Exchange Commission calls a security. And because of that, it was found to be uh, an unregistered security because typically securities have to be attached to a company, but these were just tokens. And so what happened is the SEC started suing a lot of people left, right and center. So that's one type of, of cryptocurrency. And the other type is, uh, you know, a tokenized offering. And so this may or may not involve, uh, you know, a token, but all it is is basically getting a normal securities offering, so nothing new. They've existed since like the 1800s or whatever, getting an, an old, you know, offering and making sure that that old offering is, you know, making sure that that old offering is connected with a, uh, you know, a blockchain on a blockchain. So basically tokenizing some of those investments on a written legal piece of paper by putting the investments on either an, ex on a, an exchange and so on. And so you can actually track how much you invest and you're just using blockchain technology on top of the, uh, the legal agreements. And so it's pretty a mundane, it's a pretty mundane innovation, but still an innovation because it can add more liquidity to private placements because some people may trade it. But overall, it was pretty overhyped. And NFTs are pretty, they're nothing new. And, you know, simply put in the context of, you know, security is the same thing. If it's unregistered, people are going to say it's unregistered. And so my point is, you know, make sure that you understand what's registered and what's not registered because it takes time. But over, you know, course of a few years, if an investor invests and they lose a lot of money, or, you know, if there's a large capital raising event and the SEC just wants to use you as an example, you know, they can come after you. And so that's number two. And number three is understanding that you don't have to overpay when it comes to all these things because you know there are a lot of lawyers that charge like a hundred thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars before for giving you a boilerplate you know for you to protect yourself um, and there, there are often many solutions times when there's no personalized care when it comes to how they actually help you in the first place so i mean just in terms of raises.com i mean because we see actually deals actual deals that get closed uh, we look at you know, getting subscription agreements and so on from people that have actually closed deals and how they look like so that we can actually have a practical way of doing it rather than getting a legal agreement from somebody that hasn't actually closed the deal. And then after that, you know, what we do is make sure that, oh, you know, there, there requires to be legal review because at the moment in this video, uh, we don't own any, we don't have any law firms underneath us. And so we just delegate. And so if you combine, you know, understanding, you know, working with people that have actually closed deals and, you know, looking at the practical ways of people doing things, you know, then you'll be in, in a good position because there's one thing to get excited and post deals on Facebook. And then there's another thing to also, you know, get hyped about initial coin offerings and not know what you're doing. But if you make sure that you know what you're doing, you leverage people that have actually closed deals before and you make sure that you're not making needless mistakes, either on the side of too much caution by overpaying 
or on the side of too much rebellion by not paying a cent, you know, then there's a nice middle match there where you're more pragmatic and more lean and frugal. But at the same time, you're getting what you need to get done. And you're focused, the point is you're focusing on raising the capital in a legal and compliant way without you wasting too much time on the minutia. But with this, if this makes any sense, you know, I, welcome to, uh, I guess, the end of this video. And if you want to learn about raises.com, you just head to raises.com and we'll see you on the other side.